0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the ABCs of Greek. I'm Thomas.
1: I'm Erin. And I'm Jacqueline.
0: And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series Greek episode by episode. Hey
2: guys and happy new year. I just wanted to give you guys some context on scheduling. So this will be Our series season three finale. So after this, we are going to be taking two weeks and then we we will be back with a new episode on January 16th. So we have a couple fun extra episodes planned and then we will get into season four. And for this episode, just a warning for all you Thomas heads out there. He's under the weather. He is here. We'll we, we'll let him explain a little bit, but um Jacqueline and I will be taking over most of the recap.
0: Yes, hi everyone. Um I did have food poisoning last week and I'm still recovering. Um so I might just be a little bit quieter this episode.
2: Oh. Our quiet boy. Boycott Fresh & Co.
0: Yeah, if you were thinking about getting the turkey chili bowl from Fresh & Co, honestly, (laughs) rethink that decision.
2: All of you people that were thinking about that. How many people just stepped out of line at Fresh & Co (laughs) listening to this? To completely change their order. (laughs) No, beef chili, not turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are
1: recapping season three, episode 20, All Children, dot, dot, dot,
2: grow up. Wait, real quick. I'll just say I was already feeling hopeful by this name. I won't say if I'm proven right or wrong.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the original air date was March 29th, 2010, and this was directed by Michael Lang and written by Patrick Sean Smith. That's why it was so good yeah i know it was a, it was a so class our guys mm-hmm. the imdb summary was uh the gang returns to myrtle beach for spring break we're back on the beach baby
2: season three finale myrtle. did we say that season three finale
1: they are not graduating <laughs> <laughs> they are on spring break so we start out and it's Kathy and Rusty in the KT house looking over a live model of their revenge plan that is splayed out on the pool table and it has various toys as different like pawns in the plan and Kathy um, is saying he has his own secret mission in Myrtle Beach that has to do with Casey and we find out that it's actually her birthday on spring break which I don't know if it I don't think it was last time so
2: yeah, I and don't remember calls on different weekends.
1: Yeah, and Rusty yeah. is like, "Well, weren't you cc'd on her birthday wish list?" Which like is very Aaron, very you and I coded.
2: <laughs> I know it was like love that for her. yeah, <laughs> just making sure with those guys. Yeah, you got to cover the bases. You
1: got it, and she he, Kathy is like, "No, she's gonna like my gift better." Which at first I was like skeptical. And then he shows that he actually has a lavalier. He's going to lavalier her. And Rusty is really excited. But then he's like, is that the lavalier that Fever and Cappy's like, don't ask questions. You don't want to know. And Rusty then goes back to their plan. And he's like, if it works, we'll never have to worry about the Omega ties again.
2: Literally so sinister feeling. It was like, what does
1: that is, mean? This plan is convoluted. It could only be made by a polymer science major. It's the plan to end all plans, the scheme to end all schemes. So now Ashley walks in on Kathy and Casey in their, and Ashley and Casey's room, and she's feeling dejected. She had her sixth interview of the week. And Casey is like compulsively refreshing her email for any kind of law school acceptance She says she's been rejected from Stanford, Georgetown, and Texas and she still has GW and CRU to hear back from.
2: And I'm like, yeah, Casey, no shit you've been rejected from Stanford Law. You figured out three weeks ago you wanted to be a lawyer. Like, Why are these places you are applying to? This is the craziest plotline of this season. It's the hardest to get on board with, really, because
1: also the timing is insane. She took she just took the lsat like the, the applications were due like they're due in like january like this is just so okay anyway delusional I think
0: delusional I, queen. I can't get
1: bogged down in this again it's driving me nuts i know so ashley or she goes i feel like laura at a mixer <laughs> mm. cruel to laura had
2: so ashley,
1: yeah ashley is like oh well we have uh we got our mail earlier, earlier today, and like you know what they say about like big envelopes. And she takes out the mail. She's been like hiding this, like she's like saving this later. She's not coming to the room being like, "Hey, we got mail." Yeah, she's um, like waiting for it to naturally
2: come up and go. Yeah,
1: and so she pulls it out of her bag. It's a huge envelope, and Casey like opens it so fast, and she immediately is like, "Oh my god, I got it to GW," and she's thrilled. And Cappy is not hiding the fact that he's not he's like yeah. yay he's really he's giving Simone Biles husband <laughs> <laughs> I'm the catch
0: oh my gosh yeah he's not he like he could at least pretend a little bit more to be happier
1: or just be happy for the fact that she got in somewhere like put aside where it is and think like, that's me like he
0: can't yeah. he,
1: he
2: and also, cannot hide it. like it could be like oh great if they want her then maybe Siri will want her too
0: I mean, it's an amazing feat that she even got in to a law school after yeah. deciding to be a lawyer like a week ago.
2: Seriously.
1: It's like instantly awkward. It's instantly awkward between them, like when she finds this out. So now we're at the Omega Chi house, and homophobic Trip is making an announcement. Friggin' trip. He's, tri- he's talking, it's a trip heavy episode. He's talking about the housing plans for Myrtle Beach and how now they have the KT house like for their stay and then evan is like oh well we got a letter from nationals warning us about illegal activity on spring break and saying you know if we get into any legal trouble we could lose our charter so he's kind of warning the guys to like be chill on spring break and then evan says "Be cool don't be all uncool (laughs) man (laughs) (laughs) so then evan like opens the floor up for the Omega Kai presidential nominees, because I guess they'll have the election right when they get back from spring break. And Tripp's lackey, who gets a name this episode, his name is oh, JP. Yeah. His name's JP. He of course pipes in and
2: he nominates Tripp. Shocker. Grant. You think JP stands for junior phobe?
1: <laughs> Wait, that has to be the episode title. <laughs> junior
2: Phobe.
0: <Junior-phobe.
1: laughs> So, Grant, sweet Grant. I know. He nominates Calvin and he says, despite the breakup, he admires Calvin's integrity and would love to see him leave the house.
2: Literally, like I've done a full 180 on Grant. I am a Grant Stan. I know. I'm, I'm exiting season three, Stanning Grant.
1: I know. Me too. He's a sweet, sweet boy.
2: So, and he's looking
1: ready for that gay cruise. <laughs> he is ready to rumble. So Calvin afterwards, like, of course, Trip is like, of course. He has to say something. Oh, so like Tripp's hair looking redder than ever, by the way. Yeah, true. Uh, so then after the meeting is adjourned, Calvin, like, goes up to Evan. And Evan's such an ass about him being nominated. He's like, um... First, he says, you know, he's glad to see Grant and Calvin staying friends, which you don't care, but okay. And then he's like, I'm not sure he did you a favor though. you know, I don't know if you're wired for this job, he says to Calvin.
2: Yeah, like, I'm not sure if you can handle it or want it. And it's like, are you implying you did? <laughs> you did not handle this well at, at all. Well, thank you. Thank
1: you. you. You know what a hard time I had with this house. And I'm like, yeah, because maybe you don't have the disposition for this position.
2: Yeah, because yeah. you're a liar. You you stole from it. They don't even know you stole from the house. Yeah. You a liar, can't a bring thief. people together. A thief. So now we
1: get Dana and Rusty sitting on the futon in their apartment talking about what spring break is going to be like because Dana's never been. And Rusty's like kind of acting like he knows about it. But then he admits he's like, well, I was really only there for one day. And yeah. there is a you know he kind of explains the fight between him and Calvin and that he left early and she's like well will this spring break could be different and she's he he says that outside of like his KT commitments it's gonna be all Dana and Rusty
2: yeah and she's ready to go to the club that's she's, what she's
1: excited about she's ready and Chad Stewart is gonna make a reappearance um. And then she's like, you know, I was lucky I got a room so last minute. And this is the worst running joke of the whole episode. He says, you know, the way the economy is, we could share a room. And he's like, I know we've only been going out a few weeks, but you know, with the economy to save money, it might make sense if we share the room. And she agrees. She said, I wouldn't mind saving a little money.
0: I can't with this euphemism.
1: I know, and they're, like, giggly. I hate Dana. I actually started (laughs) to like her more this episode. She was, like, pretty chill, but... No,
2: she was cool this episode.
1: Er. Yeah, but she just, like, generally kind of... I just... She's just not my vibe. But she's not bad. Mm. So, Casey is on the phone in ZBZ in the foyer, with CRU Law, like, trying to bully an admissions person or, like, a secretary into telling her she got in. And then Ash comes downstairs and says, she just announces, she's like, good news. Nationals is requiring every ZBZ chapter to have a house mother now. And Rebecca is there and she's like, why is that good news? And Ash is like, well, it's good news for us because we're graduating. And Rebecca says that she wishes she was graduating. And Casey's just like, no, you don't. And then storms off. And um, when she leaves, Ashley and Rebecca start like talking about Casey's surprise party that they're planning for when they're in uh, Myrtle Beach. And Ashley asks Rebecca, she's like, you know, a lot of graduation talk. Why are you like talking like that? And Rebecca says that going on spring break single is sad, which I feel like that would be the best way to go on spring break.
2: Yeah. This is
1: odd. And Ashley's like, well, I've been single the last two years in spring on spring break and she says you know they can find new guys together and rebecca admits that she misses her same old guy evan obviously and ashley suggests that they take a vacation from themselves, where they lie to everyone about their identities and basically oh. troll myrtle beach
2: you know who else should do this cappy They should have gotten him on this. He really... I need a vacation from Cappy. I know.
1: I I can't wait to tell you. I watched this episode with my mom. (laughs) Because I'm at home. And her commentary on the ending scene. She had things to say.
2: Oh my gosh. You should pull her in at the end. Yeah, we should have a guest Yeah, I'll have
1: her coming.
2: Beauty cameo.
1: So... Um,
2: also though earlier in this scene there was a moment when Abby was talking about the surprise party and Rebecca uh-huh. was like make sure that there's a lemon drop waiting for her and they keep them coming. And I'm like see Rebecca is so great and why is K- Casey just like wants to think she's bad but like. I think just- that Casey's
1: jealous of Rebecca. I'll oh, go yeah. there. I think she's yeah. jealous that Rebecca is like so kind of careful like not carefree but like Casey's always thinking about how she's perceived and what other people yeah. are thinking about her. And Rebecca's Rebecca not a
2: people pleaser. She's
1: like mm-hmm.
0: quiet confidence. Casey
1: can't help it that she is. She's loud confidence.
0: <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. yeah, she's like effortless confidence.
1: Yeah. Um, so now Dale walks into Rusty packing and he's like, Oh, are you going to sin in the sandland? <laughs> and Rusty's like, Rusty does he say it's too bad you don't want to go? And Rusty said or or Dale says, I wouldn't say no. And Rusty's like, well, my room. (laughs) Yeah. Rusty's like, well, my room is occupied. I'm staying with Dana. Um and then like Dale like clearly wants to go. So finally Rusty's like, Do you want to go with us? With me and Dana? And Dale goes, I find Dana grating. But (laughs) yes. I'm like, all right, same Dale. So now they're on that disgusting KT school bus that's going to take them down to Myrtle Beach. So cursed. They're parked like somewhere on Greek row and Casey has her suitcase. But then she she's about to get on, but then she spots the male woman and she stops her and is like, please, I need a mail. I'm waiting to get into law school. And she starts going on and telling her entire life story about her and Kathy and how they'll have to break up if she doesn't get into CRU yada 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 and the mail lady is like no I can't give it to you Casey tries to bribe her and she keeps saying she can't give it to her but then she ends up giving it to her it was really weird like this confused that me that was weird it didn't make sense like why she ended up relenting she was just like you know what they say if it's a big envelope you got in and then she looks she's like oh sorry it's a tiny envelope
0: it's almost like the mail lady knows she didn't get in
1: well yeah because she says if it's a big envelope you know what they
0: say
2: you got in
1: and then she hands her the little one and it's like sh-
2: No, I think Thomas meant like didn't want to give it to her, maybe. Oh, yeah, but it was weird. Like, they have the backstory. They have the
0: backstory.
1: It was really strange. So, Casey opens it, and alas, she's been rejected from CRU law. And she comes back to the bus, and Kathy's like, Oh, like any luck? And she goes, No, it was just an underwear catalog. And Beaver asks for it. And she says, What did I tell you, (laughs) Beaver? So they've had this
2: conversation before.
0: <laughs> I can't believe she's riding on the bus. Also. It's side no.
1: Oh, sorry. Meet you down there. No. Yeah. Um. Cappy says to her, this is going to be a spring break. You never forget. That is ominous. That's a threat. I know. From that
2: man. Quote, unquote.
1: Um, so they get to Myrtle Beach and Dana and Rusty are staying in an absolutely decrepit motel room. And like they're walking down the hallway with Dale and Dana's like, I really wish I had not canceled that other room. And Rusty apologizes and she's like, it's okay. I just thought we were going to save money this trip. And then Dale turns around and is like, well, we are, we're going to go three ways. Right. <laughs> and Dana gets like scared and Rusty's like, no, no. no. <laughs> so then Dale breaks out a black light. <laughs> And is like looking at the bed, and of course it's disgusting. It's
2: repulsive.
1: And he's like, okay, I'll take the floor, which I don't think that's better, but okay.
0: It's on the phone the floor- too. The floor
2: didn't have any blue mm-hmm. substance.
0: It's everywhere. The phone was what really got me. Mm. You know. Like, why
2: misfire? Um <laughs> Take that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, somebody watched Southern Hospitality this week.
0: <laughs> no, we have to keep that in.
2: Yeah, I'm caught up. Oh, yeah, we can keep it so in. Good. Wait, when Maddie <laughs> takes the shovel. Oh my god! Literally insane.
1: If you guys that little knows, girl, <laughs> I love her. Anyone who knows uh, me specifically slash Aaron, knows that we love Vanderpump Rules here. If you haven't watched Southern Hospitality, watch I'm it good to
0: watch.
2: Yeah, it's well, easy to catch up, Thomas. There's
1: it is only, only what season. There. yeah. Yeah, maybe it'll be easier for you to start on that
0: than VPR. Than Vanderpump.
1: So the Omega Kais are like piling into the KT beach house and it's really nice. It looks like a classic waspy beach house. And they're really excited. They have all this food, like they're kind of getting set up. And then this like sketchy guy comes in. And he has this, like, thick... Does he have an accent? He's kind of like, this is my boss's house.
0: He's kind of giving, like, Jersey Shore.
1: Yeah, like, Jersey monster. Even Calvin says something about the Jersey Shore when they are coming into the house. Like, he's yeah. like, this is nicer
2: than the Jersey Shore house, which is an it's- insane thing to say because the Jersey Shore house is crap. It's inarguably one of the worst beach houses. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, he's like, you have 10 seconds to get off this property, this is my boss's house. He flashes a gun in his waistband. And Evan is like, here, like, this is our gift to you. Gives them all their food and everything. And then, like, they all run out. And they realize that the KTs have set them up. And this is all a ruse. And so Evan's like, um, or like I think Tripp says something about, like, getting the KTs back. And Evan's like, well, let's find a place to stay first.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's when Kathy, like we see Kathy walk by and he says, phase two complete.
2: No, it's not Cappy. Okay. It's Pickle or Anthony Hopkins. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't
1: paying attention. I just heard the word. So I assumed it was Cappy. Okay.
2: Pickle and or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was like a brunette KT. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Anthony Hopkins.
2: I yeah, I don't know. Though.
0: He's wearing like a bucket hat.
1: Uh, and I didn't, I didn't know at the moment either. So now we're at the bar and Casey is talking to Ashley and she's like I can't believe like I'm leaving Cappy and CRU and Ashley's like I thought that you had accepted this in case like yeah I had when it was theoretical which is fair like it, yeah. I think she wasn't like she was like okay I'll be I'll have to do this but wasn't thinking of it as like the true possibility or like you know you just different when it actually happens and she's like I'm gonna be 22 like old people are 22 which made me want to scream and pull my hair out. Same. And
2: Ashley was like, well, we should go bungee jumping. Um, like we in Myrtle should...
0: Beach? What? Also,
2: last time we hear Ashley mention bungee jumping in this episode. It's really, it's really random. And
1: so she says that it's their last spring break and she's not going to let Casey mope through it. And she says, I am going to miss you though. And Casey says she'll miss her and they hug and it's really sweet. And Casey just cannot believe that she didn't get into CRU. Like she says, it was her safety school, GW was kind of like the reach for her. And that's when like, this random guy approaches and is like, Oh, you got into law school? And he's like, I went to law school. And she's asked where. And he says, Georgetown. And then she asks if he has any advice for her. And he gets like very somber. He's like, Yeah, it's really hard. Don't flunk out. That's his advice. And yeah. then he puts on a sombrero and he goes, "Who wants a shot from the Margarita Bandito?"
0: So it's like implied like, that he failed out.
2: So he's not a lawyer, Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, why is this guy who's way older here?" And then it was like, um oh.
0: wait, you know who went to um, so at my college, there was a, like a law school, and the girl who played Kate on Lizzie McGuire went,
1: there.
3: oh my god. Oh, he went to law school uh, there. I think we were
0: there at the same time yeah did you ever see her no but I went to the law school library a couple times and it was so nice Mm. so studious
1: Mm. so Dale Dana and Rusty are sitting at a table at the bar and they're kind of reveling in their fake IDs uh Rusty has gotten Dana and Dale one like courtesy of KT and um I think dale's name is like francis or something they kind of call him yeah. after.
2: oh it's um what is it i wrote it down I think it's francis. francis domingo <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and then he's dale is like there's a lot of gratuitous flesh here it's like the cvs evening news with katie Couric. <laughs> the Point. um and dana is like this is her was so cringe dana is like what drink should i get And she's naming all the drinks on the menu and they're all like sex on the beach or sex in this, like in the water. Like they all have sex in them. And Dale says with names like that, you're practically willing unwanted pregnancy. But don't worry. You won't have to worry about that now that we're sharing a room. Yeah. They're like, oh. Well, Dana does feel like scary naive.
0: No, she is really naive. I also think like, it's interesting the way they kind of like the, her her costumes in this show drastically changed during spring break. Did you notice that?
2: Yeah, I liked what she wore a lot I think that's honestly part of why I was vibing with her more because she wasn't dressed like some sort of like not businesswoman in the way that Catherine is always dressed which I was sad that Catherine was not in this episode but I totally understand her having the self-respect to not go to Myrtle Beach. Um, but like Dana just looks like more like college like she carefree fun.
0: Like she was dressing like her age.
2: Yeah, but yeah. there was
1: some rough, rough outfits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah we're
0: any for we'll- hairstyle.
1: Yeah. yeah, we'll get there. Okay. <sighs> um so Ashley finds Rebecca at the bar and sits down and she introduces herself as Taylor. And she asks Rebecca what her identity is going to be for spring break. And Rebecca says ju- her name is going to be Julia. And then she kind of spots a cute guy looking at Ashley and tells her to go talk to him. And so as she does. And his first words are like, oh, my God, I love your top. And then she goes into uh, matchmaker mode. And she tells this guy that she has a friend who just broke up with his boyfriend. But then this woman appears and takes a picture of Ashley And Ashley is like taken aback. And the girl says that she comes down there every year to observe the trends and that she likes Ashley's look and introduces herself as Faith Flowers. And Ashley immediately goes, well, I'm not interested in porn and like storms away and sits back down with Rebecca. Rebecca says, was that Faith Flowers? And explains that she's actually a trend forecaster and her dad even hired her once um, and that companies pay her to tell them like what the trends are gonna be. And Ashley was like, Oh my god, I would be so good at that. And Rebecca says, Okay, we'll do something about it. Like, go talk to her, but they turn around and she's gone. So Ashley dubs her the fairy job mother. This girl <laughs> loves them. loves to go on spring break, find a person, and name them after a mythical creature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now we see Calvin and Evan at the bar and they're kind of talking and they're just like talking about how they're happy that they still have a hotel room. Like, I guess they never canceled their hotel rooms Um, and Cappy approaches and is like, Oh, how's the house? And I think it's Calvin that says, Oh, we're stuck in a crap hotel. And Heath is there. And he says, I'm sorry to hear that Calvin.
2: Oh my God. I wrote Keith again. (laughs) Oh. Call 911. Um, yeah, I know they have a tender moment. Heath and Calvin. Heath is, Heath is ready to get back in there. And
1: yeah. so Rusty says, Well, I hope you dream of Jeremy, Farron, and Wade, which that's a nightmare.
2: <laughs> Literally. In dreams or in real life. Also, wait, <laughs> real quick, why did Heath and Calvin break up in the first place again? I think one of them didn't want a relationship. Mm.
0: yeah they broke up such a long time ago it's like almost kind of hard to remember
1: I don't know if they ever were like truly dating like boyfriends like I think that they like just like friends with benefits kind of oh but I could be wrong I could definitely be wrong I don't know so um Evan was like we didn't mean to do that like it wasn't on purpose and Beaver says well I didn't mean to sleep with your girlfriend just kidding I did
2: and And then calls him bing
1: Big, he says, Double out something. I know Beaver can kind
2: of he can kind of have a comeback, yeah. Beaver saves up all of his brain power to say malicious things, yeah, and then he'll take about three months off, <laughs> so they almost get
1: into it. But then Calvin is like, remember what national said? we can't get in trouble, and this diffuses tension.
2: yeah, because everyone rises, mm-hmm. uh-huh.
1: <laughs> So Casey runs into Abby and is like, oh, how's your first spring break? And Abby says she never wants to leave, which is like a sign of a personality disorder, honestly.
2: Wait, hold on real quick. When the KTs are walking away, Cappy calls Evan. He says, happy spring break, Evan Pompeo. And then he paused and he's like, "Of Grey's Anatomy fame.
0: I loved (laughs) that.
2: I didn't write that down because I was like, okay. I thought it was an odd joke.
0: <laughs> it was so random and also like made absolutely no nope. sense.
3: No, But sense. I'm
2: so happy for the writer who wrote that and got it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. So Abby is like, oh my
1: God, I heard you got into law school. And just starts peppering Casey with questions about law school. Like, where are you going to live? Do you even know anyone there? Like, isn't it going to be really hard? Like asking all these questions. And Abby's like, are you ready for this? And Casey kind of sees Kathy out of the corner fry playing pool And she's like, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going. And she says she might stay in Cyprus and take the house mother job at CREO. Dark. Literally. Dark.
2: No. The dynamics of graduating and then immediately going into house mother mode. Absolutely not. Also, Also, like, here are your options. Law school. Become (laughs) a lawyer. Stay
1: in your college town. And be the house mother to the sorority you just graduated from.
2: I'll sooner see her in an MLM. Please. At least she would probably have her own downline. At least she'd be girl bossing.
0: I would prefer that career boo for her.
2: Also, Abby's- Uh um, peppering of questions and not realizing how triggering they are. It kind of reminds me of when I started getting nervous about um, study abroad. I ha- had like a two week period where I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have so much FOMO. Like, I should not go. I should like cancel, like rescind my uh, decision. Like, for what?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I had that feeling too. I remember before study abroad where I was like, it's just like a horrible mistake.
1: I know. Well, so there are. Again, once again, Casey, black and white, this or that. Like, there is a middle ground between deferring law school. Like, if you don't want to go to the school you got into, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Wait And reapply. Yeah. Get a better LSAT score. Yeah. And then, I don't know, get a job, a a job that doesn't involve living and working at your own sorority. LuLaRoe. Yeah. Pack those
2: little leggings. Come on. Post a Facebook party. <laughs> so now back in the trio's room, Dale is walking in. He says that his parents say hi um, and that they can't sleep at night knowing that he's in Myrtle, but they, they are comforted knowing that he's at least below the Mason-Dixon line. Okay. Um, then Dale asked uh, Rusty and Dana if they want to go tour a plantation with him and rusty's like um you know what Daley, you're on your own today dana and i need some alone time um and dale gets like really moody like uh, jenny humphrey mode dad no one understands um and he's like I didn't come down here to be your third wheel, Rusty. Like, do you think I like
1: that? It's because Rusty says, well, I appreciate that you want to spend time with me, but like, I need some time with Dana. And then he like, Dale cuts him off. He's like, you think I like this?
2: (laughs) Yeah. He really gets like very sensitive about it and he storms out. And I felt bad for him despite the touring a plantation and the comments about the south um
1: yeah feeling I thought
2: he was feeling left out which is I think part of it but we figure out like more like I think he's just like because he likes hanging out with the KT so it's like does he like wish he was in a frat and feels like he can or like what's going on here because he doesn't explain Dale doesn't really have a
1: place at CRU he kind of does but it seems like his church life has become a little bit punctured and I like- feel
2: like I feel like he does have a place and I I think he does feel like that too but I think it's enough of like um a departure of like what we understand as like a traditional place in college that like at points like this it makes sense that we're like oh is he feeling like he doesn't have a place you know what I'm saying
0: mm-hmm. yeah and I think um, it's the environment they're into like just being in mm-hmm. Myrtle like he's He's completely away from, like, his security.
2: Yeah, totally. So as he storms out, Dana comes back from the pool um, and she looks at Rusty and she's like, should we save some money now? Which, like, stop. And then <laughs> Rusty turns her down, which I'm also like, stop. He's like oh god I have some phase three KT plans I'm like hold on because didn't you just tell Dale you couldn't hang out with him because it was all about Dana today
0: lies he also Rossi doesn't (laughs) seem to like Dana that much
2: I know he treats her just as like a friend if this
1: was Jordan he'd be canceling on those KTs
2: oh my god yeah freaking Jordan Ray Jordan's they wouldn't be in Myrtle Beach. They'd be at the Sistine Chapel. I kind of
0: wish she was still here.
2: Ugh, you miss Sistine her. Chapel.
0: I miss us bullying her.
2: <laughs> i miss bullying her too. I miss like being around somebody who knows the most about the Sistine Chapel. I just like love that. <laughs> I miss watching a girl who's not like other girls.
3: One of the it's guys. Not like
2: other girls. I'm like, I just no one is wearing knitted beanies
1: yeah. actually Casey wore a knitted beanie in every recent episode
2: oh right so I guess I don't miss her as much Dana is like okay I'll like come along so it's now um Casey's birthday morning and Cappy is sneaking into Casey's hotel room with coffee and a cupcake that he lights and then like tries to wake her up and then the candle goes out before she opens her eyes. And she's like, oh, thanks. And she's so hungover from the night before. And Cappy is like, yeah, you were the life of the party. And like, even put like a cliche lampshade on your head at one point. He doesn't say cliche, but like they're implying. It's like, wow, you were truly did like the most like stereotypical life of the party situation. Mm-hmm. And so Cappy is like oh, so I have something I want to tell you. And then she interrupts him. And at this point, I'm like, oh, what is he going to tell her? I guess it was a gift, but I thought he was going to say something else. Like maybe he's going to present the gift with like, a, I don't know, something that he was going to say. And so I was excited, egg on my face. And I was like, oh man, I wish she hadn't interrupted him. Like, I want to know what he was going mm-hmm. to say. And she's like, um yeah I, first of all I'll say I was definitely played a fool a lot this episode. this episode was full of tons of surprises for me personally I never knew I never knew what was gonna happen um can't crack the code on the format but um she's like well hold on I need to tell you something I didn't get into CRU and he's like oh, okay and then she's like but I decided I'm gonna stay at CRU, defer a year, maybe two, and be the ZBZ house mother. And Cappy's like, Are you still drunk?
0: <laughs> Fair question.
2: question. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, Well, I love my life and I love you, so why would I leave? Um freaking crickets, what?
1: Because you're 22 and you're graduating, and it's fucking weird.
2: Because that's the most loserish plan. No offense, like I'm not saying being a house mother is. Like it, it would just be so.
1: Like, there's so many Casey. parts of it.
2: Yeah, and there's just so many parts of it that would be different
1: if there was one different situation. Like if one thing was different, if she hadn't gotten into law school, or if like if she wasn't just doing it because he was there. Like there would be so many pieces that like would change the situation,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: not make it loserish, but unfortunately all of them together do yeah
3: she's doing it for
1: all the wrong reasons which is very clear.
2: so now taylor and julia aka uh ash and rebecca are walking around outside and rebecca's like i just can't shake this like i keep thinking about evan and um she's like what am i supposed to do like Cause Ash is like, why don't you like ask for another chance? And she's like, what am I supposed to do? Beg? And then they spot him and Evan sees her and like lights up in a way where he's obviously interested in talking to her. And Ash is like, go talk to him. Like, go do it. Just put yourself out there. And she's like, so like, what happens if he rejects me? And She gets her to go do it, which I'm like, Okay. We're
1: gonna make eye contact. They're like gravitationally pulled towards one another. Like it's an unspoken, like we must speak.
2: Yeah, he tells the other Omega Kai's to scram. He doesn't yeah. say scram, but it's implied. Don't
1: so we have a minute?
2: Yeah, and Rebecca is so nervous and she's walking up and she's like, I know I screwed up big time and I'm sorry for hurting you, but I still care about you a lot and I miss you. And I'm just like bex cute um and she's like i would just really appreciate a second chance and evan goes yeah sorry i can't like evan why Why? he
1: does say
2: he does say he's like i appreciate yeah and he's like you know i can forgive but i can't like Get back on the horse, essentially. He, he says, I can forgive, but I can't forget. And I don't know if I want to.
1: Like, how many times have you been forgiven by people on this show, Evan?
2: Literally, the Cartwright family alone were up to like 8 million. Also, you've cheated and you've gotten a second chance. So
1: wouldn't you extend that to someone else? And the the lines of their, their relationship were so much more blurry than his with Casey, where they had been dating for
2: years. Yeah. And she's bummed and embarrassed. And she's like, okay, and walks away. I'm just like, Evan, smack you over the face. I know. Still more favorable than... Happy for me right now. Oh
1: God, for sure.
2: So, Cappy and Casey are now about to bungee jump because this is her big thing that she wanted to do on her birthday. And they're both all geared up. They're at also, the top. Bungee jumping as hungover as she apparently is in Myrtle Beach. I'm like, I wouldn't even really get on a Ferris wheel there.
1: No, certainly not.
2: And he starts talking about forever, and like I think he's like ramping up to bring out the lavalier. Odd timing, and yeah. she cuts him off, and she's like full panicking, and she's like, "What if they calibrate it wrong? What if I it breaks? What if I keep bouncing up and down and I hit the ground?" And um, then she's like, "Whoa, Cappy is like, okay, whoa, 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 like let's back it up. Like, what's up?" Um, and he tells her she's being a Wiley Coyote about it when she's talking about like bouncing up and down. And then I was like, okay, how did we never think of this? Robin Wiley Coyote? Hello? <laughs> That's a God. Oh that gosh. was there the whole time.
0: <laughs> it was there. That could have been an episode title.
2: <laughs> uh, retroactively. If I miss I Robin Wiley. Robin... I know. I wish she would come back for another episode. <laughs> like at the end of Lame Is. When all the people who have died <laughs> come back and start singing. Oh,
0: my <laughs> gosh.
2: Robin's there. Branny's there. Jordan. Eric, wait. Jordan Ray Jordans is there. <laughs> Guys, oh. you're saying
1: all this, but.
2: Maybe it happens. Robin comes back and they say you hear Not the Robin. people sing. <laughs> no,
1: Robin doesn't come back, but you'll see.
2: Aww, I, I do want
0: Fanny to come back
2: I know I miss Franny You know So Casey's like Fear is good fear keeps you from making Mistakes Um, You know I'm gonna lean into This fear I will see you on the ground And he's like okay peace and jumps um, But he also says fear isn't good when it Keeps you from living your life
1: mm-hmm.
2: And it's like Mm, are you the person who can say that? Hot? Happy? Hot?
3: <laughs>
2: no. Yeah. So Evan is hanging out with Calvin right now. He's telling her about the Rebecca situation. And Calvin's like, what'd you say? And he was like, no. I said, no. And Calvin's like, give her another chance. Like, what is the issue here? You obviously aren't over her. And, um, Evan's like, if I give her another chance and I get burned again, then I look like a fool. And it's like, I get that, but also Evan, (laughs) Evan, I really hate to break it to you. If you're worried about looking like a fool, um, I have some bad news about your recent behavior. We're already there, buddy. Then they spot rusty (laughs) with a comically large wad of cash in public (laughs) paying the quote-unquote mob guy and they approach him and confront him and rusty's like they're like so you paid that guy basically like that didn't belong to somebody else you just paid this guy to come in and scare us And he's like, man, joke's over. You got me. Must be going now. (laughs) And starts walking away. Um, And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, well, who's in the Megakai house now? Or not, sorry, who's in the beach house now? And Rusty's like, no one. And so he's like, okay, well, the Megakai's are coming back and they're taking the house. And Rusty's like pretending to be bummed. Um, And so he like, takes them to this beach house. And so they get there and all the KTs are there having a party. And Rusty walks in and Cappy looks at him and he's like, I told you you could only invite one friend from school, Rusty. Evan is, like, there trying to confront Cappy and Cap. And insli- Cappy's, like, "What? just, like, leave it be. Um, we're gonna just call it even now that we have this house. And then Rusty goes... <laughs> if you want us gone you're gonna have to kill us <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> what a weird thing to say relax right Re- like also that was not an integral part of the plan like knowing the full scheme end to end now that was just like he did that for the flair which i guess i get like <laughs> put put a little pizzazz on it give him the old razzle dazzle and so then what I am assuming are fake cops walk in and Yeah, they don't look real. They, they look different. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. Officer Huck looks more real than them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whose house is this? And the cop. Yeah, the cop says, Whose house is this? And Evan goes, ours. No, Trip, trip. says it. Trip says it's our house. Oh, Trip's yeah. trip. Trip says it. And Cappy's like, yep, it's theirs. And because like, Trip, why are you claiming this when a cop is asking who's clearly there? Like Trip is
1: so stupid.
2: So dumb. And then um Dale walks out of a room visibly drunk on the heels of a donkey that raises obvious suspicions, and the cops are like, what is that donkey doing here? And they're like, it's not ours. And he's like, what else isn't yours? And like, are you they're like, Dale, are you underage? Did you give this guy alcohol? Um and then Dale calls the cop a jackass because he is drunk. He came there lamenting, I guess, um, post plantation trip and <laughs> shows his francis domingo id and then like rusty kind of like ushers him out as the rest of the kts are also leaving and they're like well okay the cops are like yeah this party's done only you guys stay like the omega Kai's who have claimed this as their own he says i
1: need all of your ids
2: yeah and evan's like trying to like ration with this guy and he's like look we could lose our charter like we just I, got here. We're we're a fraternity. We could lose our charter. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. Um and the cop was like you should have thought of that before impl- implicating that donkey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this poor donkey. It's like what is he doing there?
2: I think it's they wanted to make an ass out of the Omega Chi's, Like uh um, Teflon pond pathetic ass and Evan like makes a last ditch ever as Cappy's leaving and he's like Cappy come on like can you like tell them this isn't us like we could lose our house for real and Cappy's like well that was not was what it what was intended but seems fitting don't you think and so at this point and like previously I was like okay I feel bad for Calvin because Rusty made this plan and like mm-hmm. Calvin is going to be directly affected mm-hmm. and I just feel like like that part is like, man, like that is pretty lame. And I, it, it was also something that felt very real because I'm like, well, everybody does kind of forget about Calvin sometimes, and like, yeah. it's also because like Calvin forgives people. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, damn, Rusty, revenge chair, <laughs> revenge czar, is <laughs> literally. So the KTs leave. And the Omega guys are there with the stripper cops. So then a random approaches Ashley as she's out walking alone. And he's like hitting on her. And he's like, do you want some company? And she's like, why not? You know, I already lost my faith flowers. <laughs> he's faith,
0: <laughs> faith flowers. Maybe. This character is like the most random character.
2: She's So. Mid aughts coded, even though now I think we're in like two thousand. What is it? Two thousand ten. But she's very like Tiger beat So Ashley runs up and she's starts apologizing for the comment the night before, and she's like, "I'm Ashley Taylor Taylor." And she the Faith is like, "What are you? Who are you?" And then she realizes she like has no idea she is, and she's like, "Okay, I'm Ashley." And then she goes into a hard pitch on herself, and she talks about. Um, everything that she loves about fashion, and she's talking about like the deconstructed fashion rise because of the economy, which we've been talking about this episode. Well, um, and the- she's wearing most notably is made out of two old T-shirts that she sewed together. <laughs> it's like a-
0: aquamarine,
2: yeah, aqua coated, and she's just like gushing. And Faith is eating this she's eating this like a bowl of corn pops she loves it um she calls her her fairy job mother (laughs) and faith is like huh and she's like well forget it i'm just wondering like can i learn from you can i get coffee for you like please how do i like become you essentially love this rash so um now we're back at the beach house and the cops are interviewing all of the Mega guys like one by one. So it's Calvin, Evan, JP, and Trip sitting on the couch, like kind of waiting their turn, watching this all happen. And Trip is like, Evan, do something. And Evan's like, what like, what do you to do? Like you can't. And then Trip gets up to try to do something like Trip, you got them into this. So maybe sit down. And, and he- Calvin's like,
1: that's n- not a good idea. And JP, junior phobe, says, at least he's doing
0: something.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, doing something to make it worse. So Trip goes over to the cop and is like, can I offer you a donation to let us go? And the cop is like, you're bribing me and turns him around to start handcuffing him. And then um, the cop, Officer Nixon... <laughs> um goes like to grab for the cuffs and then calvin is like okay whoa whoa whoa!" so he goes to intervene we don't see what he's saying he's like sweet talking him in some way and the cop leaves who's presidential now bitch welcome to the oc bitch he says let's go get pancakes
1: <laughs>
2: and um everybody is like "Oh." And so Calvin's like, "All right, guys, like, go get your stuff. We're gonna resume spring break." Um, and even uh, JP is like, "You have my vote." Damn, junior phobe, switching sides. And then so condescending, Kevin comes over and he's like, "Kevin, Kevin, let <laughs> me call." This season three say, finale. Season three finale. I think Evan's name is Kevin.
0: Kevin Pompeo.
2: I'm obsessed with putting a K in front of everyone's name. Oh my god, Krusty. <laughs> um Evan says, um, maybe you do have what it takes after all. No shit. Kevin (laughs) and so then Calvin takes this opportunity to make the like most cutting burn reads him to filth and I was like hell yeah and so um he he was like, yeah, well, I learned about, like, generosity from you. But what you also showed me was how pride can ruin a guy. And then he goes, Evan, it's not about your money. It's your pride. And you're going to lose Rebecca because of it. And, like, exactly. He says, he says it's not your family or your money. Right, yeah. It's not your family. It's not your money. It's you, babe. Look in the mirror, Kevin. That's you,
0: <laughs> Kevin.
2: And Evan, like this, resonates with him because it's true.
1: He starts realizing things.
2: Yeah, and now we can start his hill and journey,
1: his healing journey, <laughs> and
2: feel all his feelings. So Ash is walking into Casey's room as she's getting ready, and she's like, oh, "I'm getting ready for my surprise party." <laughs> Ashley's like. Oh man, you know? And Casey's like, yeah, like it's a sorority, like, uh, of course I know. And then um Ashley starts telling her about the job that she got and how she's going to New York and they're celebrating and jumping up and down. And then Ashley starts crying and it's cute and and they're just like gonna miss each other. And it's a lot, it's overwhelming. Um, and she's like, Casey's like Oh, are you freaked out and she's like no I'm not like I'm ready um it, it's just like a lot like she's just kind of like it's all tumbling down and they're just so cute I love them so did you
1: did you write down what she said to Casey
2: oh when yeah so she was like oh my god this was so sweet she goes I,
1: did, I cried at this
2: yeah at this, this was where I teared up so she was like um you know, at the beginning of Sierra I thought I was just going to get a degree and get married, Um, and then watching you, Casey, always go for what you want, I realized how much more I want for myself, and I'm just, like, it is the sweetest testament, and it also is exactly what Casey needed to hear, because, like, she now like being that like role model for Ashley I feel like she is like I cannot like just go back on my plans and myself and like my investments in my future because I'm a little scared.
1: Well she says maybe I'm not as strong as you thought I was and that's when Ashley's like uh, like, you are.
2: Yeah and then she's like "And we're still going to be best friends even if I'm in New York and you're in Cyprus and Casey's like oh you heard and she's like yeah we're in a sorority like (laughs) of course I heard um and the the fact that she has not been telling Ashley this it's like yeah because you know it's not move okay so now sorry can I
1: just say
2: so Casey
1: says um yeah maybe I'm not as strong as you thought I was and Ashley says you are
2: maybe you
1: were just taking a little vacation from yourself And that's when I, like, that That was what made me, the vacation from yourself.
2: Because she knows Casey better than
1: anyone, and that's why Casey didn't tell her.
2: The only people not taking vacations from themselves, Trip, Cappy, like. And the people (laughs) who who need to most. (laughs) How come all the good people? (laughs) Abby. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Natalie. I wish Natalie was there.
1: Oh
2: my god. Natalie would
1: tear up Myrtle Beach.
2: I know. I can't believe she wasn't here. So now we're back in uh Dana, Rusty, and Dale's room. Dale is on the bed with the spins. And oh no, Dana is wearing cornrows. Yes, you guessed it. <laughs> it's so bad. So bad. Because it's not even like they're like went to the Bahamas or something. Like that's just like They just did cornrows and myrtle. A myrtle Myrtle beach cornrow. Tough. On the whitest girl around. Tough, 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 tough. That mixed with Dale's extracurriculars on this trip. This room is a little bit cursed. Rusty far and above the least problematic. You know it's sad. And so... Rusty is apologizing to Dana he's like I know this isn't what we had in mind and Dana's like it's okay we can save money another time and Dale is like can you stop with this shit like he's like I'm from the south not France I know what you're talking about and then Dale is like by the way this is your fault Rusty um and then Rusty's like, what are you talking about? And Dale's like, I didn't come down here to hang out with you. That's not what I wanted. I don't want to be your third wheel. I came down here because I wanted a girl, not a landlady, not a Lara who's too insecure to stand by my side. I wanted like somebody like you've been able to date. <laughs> what? Jacqueline. Fast. I know. I know, but he... He's on the right track like wara, he's on the right track Tanner, yeah he's on the right track. but not a landlady killed me. Not a landlady. Um, and he's like, I only have two years left. It's like you've look how far you've come in the past two years, Dale. It's gonna happen. And then Dale looks at Dana and he says, you look like alien versus predator. all in one form she's wearing like crazy earrings like huge
1: earrings and like a red dress like she looks nuts she
2: is so leaned into spring break core it's crazy (laughs) so then Casey knocks at the door and she looks at Rusty and she's like I need you and Dale's like oh I need you too well Dale always shooting a shot um and rusty comes out into the hallway to talk to her and she's like i got into law school and i'm like scared to fail and i just like i don't know what to do and she's like spewing this information at him and he's like you're ready he says it so confidently he's like what are you talking about you're ready um and she's like i'm scared i'm gonna be alone when i get there i'm not gonna know anyone and rusty's like being kind of a king this episode he- he's had so much growth the last like three or four episodes I know he like
0: really has.
2: he I'm almost like are you like is there a leech that is like on Kathy that's sucking out all of like the charm and empathy and like l- latching on to Rusty and giving it to him like what is going on here the scales are really tipping um, you found like- a monkey's paw in that shed and like yeah <laughs> rough- <laughs> Um, and Rusty's like, well, when I came to CRU, I was also all alone and I didn't know what I was going to do. And if I hadn't come, then I never would have found like these great relationships I've had. I never would have found my brothers in KT. We would never would have had the relationship that we have. And this is my whole universe now. I'm like, oh, that's so true because Casey really wasn't nice to him when he got there. So it's not like she was there. Like he was alone. She was actually actively probably making it a little bit worse by being there and being unattainable in any sort of emotional support way. And Rusty's like, Casey, you know, the first line of Peter Pan. And she's like, oh my God, no, I haven't read Peter Pan. I'm not ready to graduate. I haven't even read Peter Pan. And he's like, it's all children grow up except for one. And Wendy knew this at age two. And he's like, and you're just learning this at age 22. And this is why I'm like, oh, like, Cappy's going to grow up like he has to. He's not Peter Pan. Because Rusty's like, not even Cappy is Peter Pan. And then Dana walks out and announces that Dale threw up. <laughs> and Rusty is like, oh, Dana, this is Casey, my sister. And she goes, I didn't know you had a sister. I gasped. Full I circle. did
0: too. Full body chills.
2: Full freaking circle. And- full- Casey's like amused by this. Like she sees the dramatic irony.
0: Casey loves Mm -hmm. a full circle moment.
2: She does. She's been had. Now we're at Casey's surprise party. And Abby's like, oh my gosh, Casey, you looked so surprised. Um, and Rebecca's there pouting, and she's like talking to Ashley and she's like, you know what? I'm going to call it a night. I, like, really can't do the, like, Julia thing right now. I'm just not feeling I'm calling this a wash. Calvin walks up to Rusty. They got me.
3: <laughs> they well, because Dale
2: is like,
1: Calvin's me. coming. Calvin's coming,
2: Rusty. Don't fight him. Like,
1: yeah. I don't want to deal with this.
2: The British are coming. The British are coming. <laughs> Dale is on his Paul Revere. Um, and, I mean, I was grinning ear to ear. Calvin goes Phase four is complete and Rusty congratulates the future president of Omega Chi. I'm like, okay, wow. Like, they really had me going, but I love that, that a huge part of this plan was specifically to get Calvin elected president. Same. One, great for Calvin, great for the social ecosystem. And Calvin's like, yeah, the, my first plan of business is going to be a truce between the houses. I'm like, oh, that's why they don't have to worry about the megakites. Not that they were going to massacre them. And I just, I guess I need to be scared after all. It was a true Russian interference moment. This is what they mean when they say trust the process in the Greek system. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in life.
2: In life. It's going to be about getting your bestie elected president. And even Dale is like chonked. Yeah. I mean, it's a genius plan. And it, the thing is, the KTs would never be able to come up with that if they didn't have someone like Rusty there because they can't get anything together. And... I guess like that's on me too for thinking that the KTs were going to like approach this the ethical manner that the Omega Chi's would or like the approach of Trip in his extreme villain era or I guess not even extreme villain era just Trip in his regular era but love this like that was so rewarding so 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 rewarding so now Casey walks up she grabs Cappy and she's like let's go on a walk. And he's like, okay, cool. And I Beaver starts to join them, I think. And she's like, not you. <laughs> and then Evan walks in as Rebecca's leaving. She spots him and turns and sprints away like full Olympian. And he runs up and he's like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. So then he goes into this speech and he's like, I'm not the good guy. <laughs> yeah, we know. And he's like, I don't always do that. <laughs> <Yeah. gasps> Kevin McCallicker, home alone face. McAllister yeah Kevin that's why I was thinking of Kevin
0: Kevin McAllister
2: I was thinking of Kevin McAllister that's why I said Kevin and he's like I don't always do the right thing I blame my parents I blame money I let my pride get in the way but I don't want to lose her um and he's like look I know that you did what you did because you don't think you deserve happiness but you do and like you need to believe that and I want to help but like i want to work together and figure this out together chills alert they kissed i'm obsessed i'm just like uh bex get a gets a win julia gets a win and yet another example of president calvin making people around him better peace under the reign of calvin (laughs) literally (laughs) oh man peace in the land um so now on the walk Cappy pulls out the lavalier and Casey's like I love it with the same kind of an avocado (laughs) thanks and he's like oh you're not as excited as I thought you were gonna be and she's like I wanted to go I didn't go bungee jumping because I was scared and I would stay in Cyprus because I'm scared. And he's like, okay, so you're telling me you're going to Washington. And she's like, yes, I am. And he's like, well, I'm going to lose you. And she's like, come with me, transfer. Like, we can make this work. Let's do this. I don't want to lose you. And he's like, I'm not sure I can leave. And she's like, well, I can't stay. And she's like, I understand that you're scared. And he's like, I'm not scared. I don't want to grow up. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, this is, you can't like have a real conversation with somebody who's like choosing this side. It's complete denial. It's complete denial. Yeah, it's like, it's not a problem. I know why I'm acting this way. And it's because I don't want to grow up and I don't care that I don't want to grow up. And it's like, but you don't understand that that's a huge problem. And inevitable. Like, it it doesn't really matter if you want to or not. It's just going to happen. You're going to age off your parents' insurance. Yeah. the He's going to get off that
0: insurance. Yeah.
2: And he does reckless things. He needs to be on health insurance. Yeah. She's like our differences just are too big. They only work when we're in college, and he's like, "Well, maybe this is just one of those college relationships." And she's like, "Well, if it is, and it's the best one, which I'm like, he's I think when he says that, he wants her to be like, no, but she yeah, and also it's like, well, it's hard to even get on board with you saying maybe it's the best one because we just saw Rebecca and Evan make up. And that one's a little bit better, I think.
0: And Calvin and Heath might be getting back together.
2: Oh my God. Evan and Rebecca
1: is better because they make sense as a couple. Like they have the same kind of goals, they have the same outlook on life. Like,
2: yeah. But if we're talking about college couples that don't make sense, I would actually say maybe even the best one would be Calvin and Grant because look at what Calvin did for Grant's <laughs> growth. But I mean, we're not here to debate what I get what she's saying. And she's feeling emotional and she's trying to show her appreciation for him. And I think that's nice. And um, he is not so nice about it. And she's like, let's just finish the year out together. Like, let's like make it to May. And he's like, he turns on a goddamn dime. It's actually scary. Like the, the way that he handles this was actually frightening. Like it. Was so was, so unkind. He was what? This is, he was mean. He was just like he was mean. mean. Yeah, he was like, well, you know what? If you don't have faith in us, then we should just break up right now. This is when Judy said, "Oh my God, no, this is wrong. We <laughs> should bring her in after we do winners and losers if she's willing."
1: <laughs> oh, uh,
2: and she, Casey's like dumbfounded she's like oh my gosh no like I I don't think we should break up like I want to make this work and he freaks out and he's like oh thank god I didn't give you this lavalier I would have felt so dumb to do it what a college thing for me to have done and it's like vicious I've never he's never even been been this mean towards Evan because at least when he's being mean towards Evan he ends it with a longing glance
0: <laughs> yeah. and he's just
2: crying and she's literally ends, crying. It's her, her. birthday.
0: She's like, she's like shaking.
2: She's like, "Cappy,
0: she's,
1: she's begging him. She's like, literally, like, no, please don't do this. It's so she's sad.
2: Like, I'm not saying I don't have faith. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, we let's like see this through. Let's not break up now. And he storms away. And I'm, I know this man didn't just dump her this way on her birthday. Like, what the actual fuck? And that's how it ends. That's how the season ends. Casey alone on the Myrtle Beach boardwalk. It's, so it's horrible. She's like, it, it was, happy, happy weight. Ugh, it was
1: heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. It was like, Jack.
2: Jack. Jack. Don't go. Don't, Hold on. Jack. Hey, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I jump, you jump.
0: <laughs> I had also watched this episode, like, fresh after food poisoning, so it was like, I felt, like, just extremely vulnerable going into it.
2: Yeah, um, I watched Aren't it with COVID in my system, so. Winners? Okay, I originally had it as a tie, but I think I'm going to go just Calvin. Yeah, me too. Ooh,
0: I was going to go Ashley.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah Ash- that's a good winner. I was going to tie between Calvin and Rebecca because I just liked that Rebecca mm-hmm. was being caring about Casey and then also um, got what she wanted, but I think it's undeniably Calvin for me. Yeah. Yeah, of those two. Did. I think Ashley's a really good pick, too.
0: Losers.
2: <sighs> Are right, we Kathy. Kathy. Yeah.
0: Kathy.
1: I'm appalled.
0: What a terrible <laughs> ending to the <this> season.
2: <laughs> He's really going out on the low. Yeah, he managed to take an otherwise flawless episode and disappoint everyone.
0: I mean, it's so dark
2: so sad i'm disgusted by him
0: he turned what could have been a rom-com into a horror movie
2: i know <laughs> did judy want to say something
1: um mom we want your thoughts on the last five minutes of the episode what do you mean well you were really upset yes yeah, upset. okay well tell
3: us why you were so um, upset well one because cappy blamed everything on um Kel- uh, what's her name casey casey and it's really his yeah. own fault. He just can't, um, he can't uh, admit that he's the one that's, uh, you know, struggling and responsible to make a decision and yeah. being selfish totally, and immature. I know and, it was jaw dropping. Yes, it was jaw dropping. And she tried to, to be very mature about it, but he was acting as if he had, you know, no wishes to be with her anymore. You were disgusted. I, I was know. disgusted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> honestly same yeah
3: yeah it was disgusting yeah, that, was, that was it i just I, you had quite the reaction yeah i was very upset because there was a way better way to handle that it could have turned out to be okay
2: wait judy have you watched all of the episodes or were you just like uh,
3: i haven't seen that i saw that one last night but two before i I was behind okay the holidays and stuff and yeah, i was in the so- Right, so
2: you understand like the context of how like jarring Cappy has been acting. Yeah, and-
3: just uh, just out of sequence and uh, unlike him. I know. Yeah. yeah. And then and then of course with Evan and uh, what's her name Rebecca. Rebecca getting back together. You were two happy. peas in a pod, right? Yeah.
0: I love them.
2: I know yeah. that was a, a good way to end it.
3: Yeah. Good way. Good way. And so, they should have
2: ended it before the scene with Cappy <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. well it wouldn't have been a cliffhanger then yeah I guess well is this not yeah no that's what I mean it wouldn't have been oh. this is a cliffhanger isn't it yeah, yeah yeah I thought you meant that would have made it a cliffhanger no that wouldn't have made it okay thanks for joining us on, on this, this on this on <laughs>
0: memory lane, lane.